0: Welcome to This Week from the Principal's Desk, a podcast about Lutheran schools and their leadership. This podcast is hosted by two Lutheran school leaders. My name is Rob Lunak, and I'm the superintendent of Lutheran Neighborhood Schools in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: My name is Mike Scheman, and I'm principal at Bethany Lutheran School in Parma, Ohio. And today's another one of those episodes where we're excited because uh, we get to hear more than just you and me, Rob. We have a a guest live with us. and as happens in Lutheran schools, when you get a chance to work with people and serve with people, not only are they colleagues, but they've, they become friends as well. So I'm excited to not just welcome a colleague to the, to the podcast, but a friend as well. And I'd like to uh, have him introduce himself, but uh, I'd like to invite on Kevin Kreutz, who's the uh, superintendent for uh, Lutheran schools here in Ohio. So
2: Kevin, if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do. It'd be great to start that way. All right. Um. Yeah, Kevin Kreutz. I'm superintendent of schools for the Lutheran schools of Ohio. So I help support Lutheran education here in the Ohio district. And we have 18 elementary schools, two high schools, and about 35 early childhood, uh, standalone early childhood programs uh, for about 55 total schools. And I've uh, been here for almost six years now and really enjoy the opportunity that I have to uh, be involved in many different ministries and many different schools and uh, you know, the number one thing I do is, is working with administrators, especially the uh, uh, elementary school principals. And so um, that uh, takes up most of my time, but it's also probably the most enjoyable part of my job to be able to uh, impact uh, students and teachers through the administrators in our schools.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And you've certainly made an impact on me and the ministry here at Bethany, and I've appreciated your support. Um, I know, Kevin, we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are maybe... Um, newer in administration or maybe coming into that a little bit. And so I think the role of an ed exec might be somewhat new or maybe somewhat foreign to some of our administrators. So um, in your role as ed exec, you talked about supporting the principals. Um, What would you say are kind of like the the top things that you do to support administrators in
2: schools or reasons why an administrator might reach out to an ed exec? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, in, in Lutheran education, it's it's a little bit unique where the, the district office or the superintendent or the education executive really, we serve in a, a support role or a resource role. Um, there's not a lot that we do to dictate, to tell you what you have to do, um, but we we are here to support you in, in any way possible, to support the administrators in any way possible. So it could be anything from... Um, you know, a staffing issue, uh, whether there's a concern with a teacher or staff member or there's an opening and you need help with the call process. Um, We, uh, our Lutheran schools uh, still have some responsibilities as far as the, the, maybe your state department of education goes. So uh, we can provide support and resources when it comes to licensing for teachers or completing state reports or in Ohio, we're a, we're a school choice state. So we are, uh, we have a lot of different ed choice programs and so i i know that takes up a large portion of our administrators uh time and um so we're i'm here to help uh, support them through through some of those things so it's really um it it, it's pretty wide open um if a if an administrator or principal has a question if they need anything um i would always encourage them to uh, have Their ed exec on the top of their list is maybe one of their first emails or first phone calls because um, we're we're here to help find a solution or find an answer. And we don't always have the answer solution ourselves, but we can help direct you to a resource or another administrator or someone else who can help you
0: out. Yeah, and that's really important if you're listening to this and you haven't ever reached out to your ed exec for anything. Either you're the best principal in the entire world and you don't need any advice at all or... (laughs) You're doing what a lot of us fall into the trap of doing. Oh, I don't want to bother them. They're probably really busy. Yes, they're really busy, but they really want to hear from you. They really want you to, quote unquote, bother them. They're not in the trenches with you day to day. So if something's happening in your school, they don't know about it unless someone tells them about it. And a lot of the time that someone really needs to be you. So really reach out, really use them as a resource. And because of the the kind of decentralized nature of Lutheran education, there's no top-down, hey, you must do all these things. If your ed exec tells you, hey, you should be doing this, they're not saying that lightly, and they're not saying that for their own health. They don't throw that out all that often. <laughs> so if they say, hey, you should be doing this, really take that to heart and really consider, uh, should I be doing this? And if they say you have to do this, yeah, you have to do that. <laughs> That's just how it <laughs> goes. They they don't say that all that often either. Well, and I, and I think the,
2: from the, as I've gotten to know many of the other ed execs, in in the Senate, uh, throughout many different districts, um, I think one thing that uh, a lot of ed execs, if not all of them, are really good at is just listening. Um, that that is really a skill you have to have in order to to be an ed exec. And so, you may you may have a specific question or a specific need, and they could provide a resource or a tool for you, but they could also just be someone to listen. You know you when you are an administrator, sometimes you can feel like you are on an island all by yourself. And there's not a lot of people that may be in your school who know what it's like to sit in your chair, Um, but an ed exec exec will. And uh, whether whether they can provide you with some direction or resources or just be a listening ear, it can be very, very helpful to the administrator. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: I've I've been blessed to have wonderful ed
2: execs in the districts where I've served, and that's exactly a,
1: a resource that I think has been provided. and And I've really felt supported through that because ed execs see things from a different perspective as well. And I think sometimes administrators we get stuck in the mud, and to be able to share with somebody is really helpful. But it's difficult in our roles because who do you share with? Um, you know, you're you're leading an organization, and you can't really share with certain people in the organization if that's where the struggle is taking place. But And and sometimes you're just so in it that to talk to somebody who's a safe space, who has experience and can provide perspective, I think is huge. As administrators, sometimes we do, we feel like we're stuck on an island. And the other uh, way that I felt very blessed um, by my ed execs is that you have connections to other principals as well. So if I've come to you with a question, Uh, You can say, you know, I may not have the answer, but check out what this person's doing or maybe give that person a call. Uh, The conduit for networking that you've provided that all the ed execs provide, I think, is really a rich resource for for Lutheran School administrators, too. Um, Kevin, if if you were to say what are some of the the top ways that you support administrators, let's start there. Later, I'm going to come with the question about ways that ed execs support teachers, um, we've talked a little bit about connections, but what are some of the, and, and knowing, I guess, state regulations and and so forth, but what are some other ways or some really fun ways that you enjoy supporting the administrators in the district?
2: Um, I, I have, uh, when you're an ed exec and, and you're not necessarily, like you said, in the trenches, uh, the opportunity to gather in person with people, with administrators is always something that I've I've enjoyed and I appreciate. So, um, in our district, a couple of ways we do that is we have monthly uh, principal meetings, and so to be able to and, and we do one month will be in person, the next month will be over Zoom. So especially those times, those regional meetings where we can gather as a smaller group of principals and have time to sit around a table as a group and collaborate and talk through questions or issues um enjoy a meal together enjoy lunch um that fellowship time that that's uh some of my favorite times it just and and bringing bringing those principles together um is uh is something that uh to me to me that's that's one of the best times because you're uh, you're, you're bringing together a lot of different minds, a lot of different experiences, um, and you're just bringing together that opportunity to collaborate. Um, and then twice a year, we have conferences where the whole district gets together. Um, so we, we, uh, I enjoy planning those and I enjoy bringing people together and, uh, uh, just, uh, for any of you administrators out there, the Ohio district is a great district and we work hard and we play hard and, uh, you know, just, uh, I'll put that
0: plug out there for a while for, uh, <laughs> you, you, um, you guys heard that if it's, if it's call season and I think it's always now call season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of vacancies here, but i tell you, <laughs> maybe not after people hear what you do. So Kevin, what would you say to somebody who says, you know, those meetings sound great, but I just don't have the time. There's too many things going on at my school Maybe they're a teaching principal. I don't have the time to get to those. It's It should be a priority. Great. But if something really is important, you'll send me an email. So I don't need to go. What would you say to that person to maybe convince them to to put the effort forth to get to those meetings?
2: I I have just found a lot of value in those personal connections. And um, we actually, we had a uh, teachers, a fall educators conference uh, here in Ohio, a couple um weeks ago and one of our keynote speakers talked about this and he talked about he really encouraged teachers to find other educators who are in a similar role or a similar position as they are. So and and I thought that was a I I think he understood the room very well because we we have a lot of um Lutheran schools that are single graded, right? So if you're the fifth grade teacher in your Lutheran school, you are the only fifth grade teacher. There's not a whole fifth grade department. So you have to seek out other fifth grade teachers, maybe in other Lutheran schools or other Christian schools near you and develop that network. And so that was an encouragement that was given to teachers. And I, I fully agree. And I, that's what I would say to principals. You know, we, we just mentioned that a few minutes ago, you're on an Island and, um, every, (laughs) you, you, you do not know what it's like to be in any position, really, until you're actually in the position, right? It, this is not exclusive to principals. It's the same for for pastors or ed execs or or becoming a teacher, right? A kid out of college doesn't know exactly what it's like to teach until you're actually in that in that chair. So, um, th- it it can get lonely um, in in the position of uh, being a principal because you are the only principal in the school. And I think that personal connection, that networking that you can have with other administrators, is going to be very valuable in the long run, because a they know what you're going through, b, they've had similar experiences as you, they also can help. I think there's two, two more parts to this number one, they can, they can help you if you're having a challenge, or you have a question, or you have a vision for something, they can help you. The other thing. And we're, as Lutherans, I, I think we don't pat ourselves on the back, but you also have the opportunity to impact other administrators. So if you if you take that time to go to that meeting or go to that conference, not only you have no idea what you're gonna receive, but in turn, you can offer something to someone else. And again, it can be a suggestion or it can be sharing something you do at your school, or it could be just listening, listening to someone else share about some concerns at their school and you give them that listening ear so um, the the personal connection is so important the networking is so important and i think if you gather with those principal meetings or conferences or whatever they do in your district um not only can you receive something from that but you have something to offer too
0: And I, i would definitely agree with that so my first principal call i was in a very geographically dispersed region in wisconsin something like three hours from top to bottom in driving distance. And there was one other school near me. And then all the other ones were a two and a half hour drive or a two hour drive away. And those meetings sometimes got canceled and they were quarterly. And so I, I don't know, maybe I'm not supposed to do this, but there was another region 40 minutes away that always met 40 minutes away and met monthly. And so I would go to them when my other meeting yeah. wasn't happening. I'm not yeah. recommending, I guess, that anybody in Ohio jump jump region, but those, those <laughs> you meetings. You don't want to go to Michigan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Michigan. <laughs> but those meetings are very important and there definitely is value there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, um, Rob, you said earlier, you know, sometimes the, the idea for principals is, ah, you can just email me and get all the information there. Yeah, there is, you can get some information that way, but having experienced this as well, you can even get the email, but when you go and you have discussion on something, you hear what other questions people might have that maybe you didn't think of, or there's there's so much more depth in a conversation than there can possibly be in an email. Um, but Kevin, I like the way you put that to, as well, that people have things to offer and, and I know early on when I was an administrator and still to this day, I, I very much feel that way of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in my own school. I know what I'm doing here. What can I offer other people? Um, but you never know how God is going to use you. I mean, each person is is a gift with unique talents and unique abilities. And, and sometimes you're just going to say something that's going to strike somebody uh, in, in a particular way. So where you say you might not have time to attend those meetings. I would argue that it's going to save you a lot of time down the road if you can go and be in person and both receive and share at the same time.
2: And and one more point too is when um, when you're in person and the blessing we have in being Lutheran administrators is the opportunity to be together in the same room and to be in the Word and to be in prayer together. And um, I, I think it you know for me it's all it's still a shock if I go to a meeting at the Ohio Department of Education. And the meeting just starts and, and you think to yourself, well, why did it? <laughs> we didn't start in prayer, right? That's how you start meetings in Lutheran education. Um, and so uh to to be able to be together, to be in God's word, to pray for one another, um, is something too that you know you you, you don't take that lightly. That's something that we need to to recognize and, and appreciate and give thanks to God for. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Now Kevin, we've talked a lot about um, how ed execs support administrators, but if we can shift the conversation a little bit and talk about the role of ed execs in supporting teachers. Now, sometimes, um, I I mean, I always thought that it was just really the ed execs are supporting the admin to do their job with the teachers, but you've shown me uh, a different way that a different role that you have because you've done some tremendous work in supporting teachers directly as well. Can you talk about some of the things that you've done uh, to show your support for the teachers in the schools?
2: Um, sure, there's a there's a couple things. Um, uh, number one, uh, just like I I always want to be available for administrators, I I'm available for teachers too. And so when you've been in the district for for almost six years now, you you get to know the teachers. It takes a little longer to get to know teachers than the administrators, but um, you know I find more and more the longer you're you're here, the more contacts you'll get from teachers, the more you get to know them because you're in schools and you're visiting chapels and you know going to graduations or, or whatever it is um one of the one of the big things i do uh that i've done the last two years to try to connect with teachers and and i've gotten this idea from uh, some other ed execs uh, throughout the senate is i've uh, begun meeting individually with each teacher when i do my school visits so typically uh, i try to visit every uh, elementary school uh, every year uh, a lot of times that visit will start with a, a Chapel leading chapel or leading the the message for the chapel service, and then I'll spend the rest of the day uh, meeting with teachers and They're ten or fifteen minute meetings at the most. Uh, principal may get a sub, and that sub will just go and release the teachers, and the teacher will come meet with me. and It's it's basically how are you, how's your school year going, and and how's how's your ministry going this year? Just mm-hmm. real laid back, real casual, but it just gives me the opportunity to hear how, how those teachers are doing, get a feel for a little bit more of a feel for how things are going in the school. Um, I'd love hearing about their background, you know, um, another common question is, you know, how did, how did you get connected to Bethany? How did you end up here? Mm -hmm. Um, so whether it's, you know, I was called here out of college or I found the position on Indeed or whatever it is, but there's, there's always some kind of story that goes along with that. So I just, I really enjoy, uh, listening, hearing how their year's going, and um, and just just hearing their story, you know how they ended up in Lutheran education or how they ended up at this specific school. And um, and inevitably, you know, there's sometimes I hear things that I'm really glad that I I had that opportunity to hear about a, a challenge or a struggle or even a joy in ministry. Um, I get a lot of ideas, you know, because a lot of teachers are willing to say, hey, I've, I've got this idea or I, I wish the district could help with this. And so that's um, that's been helpful. So. Um, that's that's something I've invested a lot of time in uh last year and this year um and it's it's been it's been great I've I've really enjoyed it I hope the teachers are enjoying them as much as I do um and then uh there's there's a few other ways too uh professional development is a is another big area so uh, in Ohio we we just had a teachers conference uh, that we planned for the teachers and um we also you know sometimes we'll do we've done webinars and we've done workshops. Um, if we, if I come across any kind of professional development conferences or, you know, free, free conferences or webinars or things like that, I'll always push that onto the principals to share with their teachers. Um, we brought in, uh, tech 21 last year, uh, to the district for the first time. And so, uh, tech 21, if you don't know what that, uh, stands for technology enriched classrooms. And so it's, a uh, uh, it's a technology professional development opportunity for uh, a cohort of teachers to meet uh, throughout an entire school year, and they work with a facilitator to to learn about different technology tools that they can use in the classroom. So that was, uh, we brought that in the district for the first time last year. I know many districts have Tech 21 cohorts, um, and so that that's another great uh, opportunity as well. So um, and then we, you know, we're, we're also here, uh, if teachers are going through the call process, uh, if you are looking into, you know, how I'm new to the state, how do I get my teacher's license? Um, and then, um, and then just supporting and caring for workers too. Um, and the district will do that for teachers, principals, pastors, DCEs, um, and whether it's providing, you know. Some care resources or counseling when needed, or financial wellness resources, or helping you understand your benefits if you're with Concordia plans. Um, some some districts have student loan repayment programs, so there's there's a lot of ways that uh, that the district can uh, work directly with teachers and and just help support them and and their ministry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's that's been a huge blessing here too. I think
1: as you've been in the classrooms, you've been able to see some of the things and, and hear directly from the teachers and see the things that would benefit them. Um, and I I personally was a witness to this when I know you were in the classrooms and then we had the teachers conference, you found the keynotes, you found the breakouts that were direct links to what the teachers were yearning for in their professional growth. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's fantastic. And I, I would venture to say most of the ed execs, if not all the ed execs, have that same um, drive that same passion to do that kind of work. So uh, I really encourage anybody listening to get to know your ed exec well, because that's going to be uh, time well spent.
0: Yeah, it's great to hear that you're working with the teachers, visiting all them, meeting with all of them. That's fantastic. Where did you get that idea? You said that somebody else gave you that. Who who gave you so that I, idea?
2: So uh, I know off the top of mind of two ed execs who do that. Bill Hens in Texas and then DJ Schultz in North Wisconsin do that. And so I've Talked to both of them and I've, I've modeled it, uh, after kind of the way they, they talk about, you know, how they do it. So, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been, it's been awesome and it's something I'm going to do every year. And, uh, I'm blessed to be in Ohio just from a, uh, from the number of schools, number of teachers, and also the geographic region that I'm in, it's very manageable to be able to do that, um if you were in a, you know, there's some districts that are three, four, three or four times the size <laughs> of Ohio. And that, that could be difficult to do. But, um, so yeah, those are, those are the two guys that, uh, that have talked about it. There may be more that do it. Um, but those are the two that I talked to and kind of developed the way I do it based on what they, they shared with me.
0: That's interesting to hear that bills doing that because Texas, for those of you who don't know, the Texas district is Texas. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. I think it takes like 15 hours to drive from the west side of Texas to the east side of Texas, something like that. It's it's quite the commitment he's making. That's yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he does every school every year cuz they they have one of the they have I, I think they're top 3 or 4 in number of schools as far as a district goes. So, I don't know if he does it every every school every year. He could I know Bill. He, he has the energy and the ability
0: to do it. So if he does it every year, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. yeah. Kevin, what's one thing you would, you know, talking to the principals listening, meeting with the teachers, you hear things that maybe they haven't brought up to their principals. And I'm sure you always say, hey, you know, this would be really great to bring to your principal. I'm sure you tell them that. But there's probably a thread there somewhere that you could say, okay, if every principal just started doing, you know, X thing tomorrow, 50% of the teachers would be happier, 50% of the teachers would feel more supported. What what would that thing be? That's a good question.
2: I, you know, if I, I don't know if this is the easy way out, but <laughs> if if I if I were to answer that right away, I, I think I'd say do the same thing. I would set aside time to meet with the teachers and since you're in the same building and you are their principal, you could probably do it twice a year or three times a year. But it's not – it doesn't have to be very long. I mean, it's it's 10 or 15 minutes at the most, and you you don't have to – I don't prepare anything when I go into these meetings. So there's no – it's not like parent-teacher conferences, right, where the teachers have to get the report cards ready and prepare. That's a lot of work. This is just listening. And I think if if the the principal's – took some time, you know, maybe before school started and then halfway through the school year and said, okay, this, this day is set aside for my teacher meetings and I'm going to 10 or 15 minutes. I'm just going to say, Hey, how, how are you doing? And then you just listen. So I think, I think taking that opportunity to, to listen is very valuable. Um, it's something, it's something that we, probably the first time I heard this idea was when, um, I read the book way to go by Mary Beth Gartner and, uh, when I was a principal, we implemented that, her program called Tell the Teacher More Day. And that's where before school starts, you basically have parent-teacher conferences uh, where the teachers um, bring in, they invite the parents to come in for, for a conference, but it's it's different than the one that happens in October where you, where you talk about how the student is doing in class. This is just an opportunity for the parent to talk to the teacher about their child before the school year begins when we did that, uh, when I was a principal, it was very well received by teachers, very well received by parents. And I think it kind of goes along the lines of what uh, Rob, you were asking, what, what would you tell a, a principal who says, I just don't have the time to go to these principal meetings, right? Um, well, what would you tell the, the principal that says, I just don't have the time to, to talk, you know, meet with teachers all day long, I, I think if you just sit down and you intentionally listen to what the teachers have to say. Um, There's a lot of there's a lot of information you're gonna get. You're gonna kind of get a feel for how things are going. Um, But then there's just a lot
0: of value in the teachers feeling like they've been heard. I think that's a great piece of advice. And if you're if you're sitting here as a principal and listening and you're like, well, but that's gonna be really uncomfortable for me. Maybe it might be. But there's an opportunity there to fix that because if you're uncomfortable even thinking about it, then you know there are things that aren't going so well and you you know, you know get a better handle on that. And sometimes, this is going to sound crazy because his principles were very results-oriented, sometimes just letting somebody talk about it is all that they need to do. They don't want you to fix anything. They don't need you to change anything. They just want to know that you hear them and then they're happier. So there are benefits to it for sure. That's great advice, Kevin. Thank you. Great. Well, I think... Um... We've we've really laid out a lot of
1: things here. Kevin, I appreciate all that you do. And uh just thanks for taking some time to to talk to us a little bit about this. Um, yeah, if you're listening, I'm gonna encourage you uh, first off, reach out to your ed exec. Just say hi. Um ed execs are they have a difficult job as well. And I think just hearing the list of the ways that you support people, I have a pretty good idea of what you uh how you feel, you know, 40, 80, 120 hours a week. Um so <laughs> Uh, yeah, I encourage you as well as an administrator to to reach out and just say thanks to your ed exec, support them, pray for them, let them know that you're doing that, because uh, they have a very unique role as well. And and uh, it's a very necessary role, I think, for, for all of the administrators, for all of those who serve in Lutheran schools. So we definitely appreciate all that you do. And uh, Rob, do you want to close us out with prayer?
0: Yeah, although one question, is there an ed exec appreciation day? I mean, principals, we get like a whole week, and then we get a Sunday. Teachers get two weeks. Is there—has is there, Synod made this? Does this exist yet? <laughs> you just started the thing. Yeah, I, I, I think you should look into that, that, Sounds like a great idea to me. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Al. We'll see what he can do. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the work Kevin does supporting the Lutheran schools in Ohio. Please be with those schools their leaders, their teachers, and their families. Please bless the work that you've placed before us. It's important work. It's difficult, and it is rewarding. And we get to do it for your glory. And so that is to which we pray. Amen.